Hello, I'm Emily Hawthorne, a Middle East and North Africa analyst at RAIN. This podcast is brought to you by RAIN Worldview, the premier digital publication for objective geopolitical intelligence and analysis. Subscribe today at stratfor.com. Welcome to RAIN's Essential Geopolitics Podcast. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for joining us. On May 25th, both Japan and South Korea reported that North Korea launched a suspected ICBM and two other missiles. This follows a known ICBM test in March and at least 22 other missile launches in 2022 so far. I asked Scott Cardis for context of these developments. He's an Asia-Pacific analyst for RAIN. Welcome, Scott. Hi, Emily. What's behind the timing of this launch? I understand North Korea was actually prepared to conduct a test about a week ago, no? Yeah, so a lot of the intelligence that we were seeing was that North Korea was very prepared to conduct uh, an ICBM test before Joe Biden arrived in, in South Korea and before he arrived in Japan. However, they waited until after he left Japan, you know, just barely a few hours afterwards. And the reason why they did this is is a lot of these North Korean missile tests, they are not meant for North Korea to gain sympathy. They are not meant for North Korea to gain attention. These missile tests are to provide a very obvious uh, military statement of conventional weapons capabilities as a form of deterrence. If they had conducted an um, um, ICM, ICBM test when Joe Biden and the other quad leaders, Australia, Japan, uh, and India, were in Japan at the time, that would have been also sending a political statement. North Korea had probably had no interest in sending a political statement. They wanted to make a military statement by saying, here are the capabilities we have. These are, these are the ICBM we have. The second launch, well, they, they launched three missiles. The first one, as you noted, was an ICBM. The second one exploded roughly 20 kilometers into the air or failed, so we're not really sure exactly what type that was. And the third was a short-range ballistic missile. But again, these, these tests were just to say, look at the multiple capabilities we have as the DPRK. And please... Do not try us because these aren't just fake. We aren't just pretending that we have these capabilities. They are real and you can see it. So, Scott, what will these launches do for the security situation in the region? With the new president, Yoon Suk-yeol, he's a conservative president in South Korea. So when outgoing President Moon Jae-in, who is the opposite party, was leaving uh, office, he started to do his own uh, military exercises in response to North Korean missile tests. Yoon Suk-yeol did his own. He conducted some uh, air-to-surface missile tests, some other surface-to-surface uh, -surface South Korean short-range missile testing aimed at taking out North Korean military sites as well. So we can see that the South Korean response has actually been very much uh, different than the past five years with Moon Jae-in. And rather, they're pushing towards a firmer stance, which is what Yoon Suk-yeol promised in his campaign. He promised that he would take a much firmer and strong stance against the North. Now, does this mean that suddenly we're going to see South Korea and North Korea coming to blows over, over any missile launch? That is extremely unlikely. 
all this means is that South Korea is not going to just call for dialogue and and ask the North for some some discussions and, and to meet, sit down and talk. South Korea is also going to demonstrate that they have military capabilities too. But again, this doesn't suddenly mean there's going to be a war or an outbreak of conflict. A lot of this is almost like diplomacy through military testing and military maneuvers. Scott, there's been a lot of talk this year about North Korea's nuclear ambitions. Can you talk to me a little bit about what's going on there? Yeah, North Korea tested the trigger for their nuclear detonation device, basically how to actually make their nuclear weapons go nuclear, from my understanding. And they tested it around the same time that they conducted their uh, ballistic missile tests. This is basically just testing the mechanism, testing to make sure that when they try to detonate a nuclear device, it will detonate properly and have a successful nuclear reaction, a, a reaction that creates a nuclear explosion. We've been seeing evidence since January and February that North Korea has been preparing for another nuclear test. This would be their first test since 2017, and they're very likely going to conduct this test at the Pungeri site. It's a mountain where they go underground and they detonate a nuclear device below ground to prevent any you know, radiation and, and needing to test above ground and deal with the fallout from there. Do we know when this might happen? Unfortunately, we're not sure exactly when this upcoming nuclear test could happen. Due to the nature of North Korea and the information that we could potentially gain from uh, watching the satellites, available public footage, it's difficult to pinpoint exactly when. But we can say with a high degree of certainty that they are very capable of conducting a nuclear test within the, the near future. Well, thank you so much for that, Scott. We'll keep our eye on it. Thank you, and I'm glad to be here. Scott Cardis is an Asia-Pacific analyst at RAIN. His work appears in RAIN Worldview. Subscribe today for full analysis of North Korea's missile test strategy. Go to rainworldview.com. Right now, there's an incredibly low rate to subscribe. Find out more at rain, that's R-A-N-E, worldview.com. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening.